When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our hero's convoy is being ambushed inside Treesbury again. Juniper defeated the Warchief, but not before he called for reinforcements. Quinny burned through his magic, keeping the townsfolk alive. And Butthole used his body to keep the mercenaries and zombies distracted. What will happen now? The chickless Nage is raining down magical fire on all of them? Find out next. On Dom Doms and Dragons! Fire rains from the sky as uh, Ginny's trembling finger points to a uh, an owl um, who is sort of perfectly silhouetted, a uh, dark shape against a dark sky. Um, uh, you can see um, kind of like large outstretched, uh, you know, wings. Um, and just those like piercing eyes uh, that that owls have that are like equal parts really beautiful and also just fucking like deeply early. Of course, early mankind venerated these things because it's mm-hmm. deeply spooky. Um, can you all roll me a any or sorry, not not maybe not everyone. Um, those of you who were paying attention, uh, butthole, you'd <laughs> obviously just been talking to Ginny about about the ambush. Uh, Juniper, you just informed them of it, but I don't think you were actively. Oh, well, no, because you, you have ranged, basically, because where we left off, Butthole, you basically just instructed anyone with ranged things to take up positions and keep an eye out for Yeah, Adel. Juniper was going to the front, Quinny was going to the top in the middle, and Ginny was to go to the back and me. Right. I don't know how much time we had to move, but that was the I, idea. I, I, I think it's safe to say, like, as these, because, I mean, it's it's one of those weird things where as you're saying these things, everyone would be moving to those positions. Um, yeah. And I also want to emphasize that, like, just because this like this airstrike has been called in doesn't mean that all your planning just immediately evaporates. It just means that it's not going to work as cleanly as perhaps you'd hoped. So in that case, um, Quinny and Juniper, um, butthole, you're not going to get to roll on this only because you're busy giving orders. You're not actively looking. Yep. Uh, Ginny though, will also get to roll on this. Uh, can you roll me a perception check, please? Um, if you are proficient with nature, you can have advantage. Surprisingly, Juniper is not. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here. Wow, that was an underhand like hitch to you. I'm like, I and know. here comes the swing. I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry. Uh, well, good that was Lord. Super you, I guess <laughs> 15 perception for Quinny. 15? Mm, yeah. Nine. Nine. All right. Uh, and let's I, see. I know. I'm kind of like, is that is that right? No, Ginny, this is right. Uh, Ginny rolls a one, so she definitely does not see anything <laughs> other than uh, panic. Um, 
Okay, Tyler, uh, 15 isn't great for this. Uh, so you'll see a... Um, you see a glint of blue and a glint of purple um, in uh, in the owl's eyes uh, against the uh, the sky. Um, at which point, uh, fire begins to spread from its wings as it flaps, um, and uh, sort of like with each flap, um, it's literally like it's fanning the flames. Um, and that uh, ethereal purple fire that you watched uh, burn the tiger down uh, begins to rain down uh, from the skies. Um, this thing's wingspan is broad enough and it is clearly magic. It's not like it's, you know, flick and sweat. Uh, off. Like it's not like a, you know, good wicking uh, workout <laughs> where um, it's targeted enough that like uh treeberry begins to go up. Um, and it is literally like watching um, a, uh, like a, a, like a bombing run as this thing is swooping in, it's coming from the North. Um, and it is uh, just like laying down fire uh, and all around you buildings begin to go up. Um, that said, uh, because Juniper and Quinny, you were both specifically moving to watch for the owl, um, you've taken your, your perception. Um, I'll let you both take an attack um, on uh, John Travolta, um, but it's going to be a disadvantage because you panicked, saw it, you're aware that it's there, but you can take a quick attack of opportunity okay. as this thing bombs in. My two Eldritch Blasts. Yep. Uh, like two beams with one blast. So the first one. It, we're, we were using disadvantage as a nat one. I'm just going to reroll the nat one up to a 14. So that means that I have to use the five uh, plus eight, so 13 to hit. Yep. And then this is the second last. I have to use the two, uh, so a 10 to hit. 10 hit. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Um, again, this is a panic response. This isn't like a slick, you know. In, in your element um the uh the blasts go wide uh i also think just um having watched quinny you specifically i think watched the and tried to figure out how to stop the tiger from burning um and were unable to so i think in part your your misses are just the the horror of realizing that this is literally raining down on everyone you know from your past and your parents and your daughter and your town uh and you uh not great so um juniper how did you roll um, I have to, I, I think I'm going to have to use my mounted revolver mm-hmm. going. Um, and that's going to be at range. I'm guessing he's more than 40 feet away, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, ooh, not looking good. Not looking good. Uh, it's a 13. Uh, unfortunately, no. So Yikes. a few, you get a, you manage to snap a few panic shots off, uh, but unfortunately not enough to, uh, stay the, uh, the swoop. Um, Ginny is, um, quickly trying to load her sexy new crossbow uh, that Uncle Butthole gave her. Um, but unfortunately, like any great uh, toy given uh, to uh, a child, takes more work than you would think. Like, it, uh, Phantom was like a, a world-class sniper uh, until he couldn't find his bow and got pulped. Um, so it's it's just like, where is the safety on this thing? Oh, there's a speed loader. That's cool. I don't know how to load that. Um, so she's busy like jamming that um, and the uh, the owl swooping in. Um, Butthole, you do get to do something. Uh, I'm curious to hear kind of what uh, hmm. what you would do. Um, these two have taken their shot. They've seen the owl coming in. Ginny is literally you, you're just like facing her, being like, "All right, like point, if you see an owl, she pointed kind of over your shoulder." So I think you're doing that kind of like turn around uh, thing. You can see the firewall coming in. Now this isn't again like I should be clear. This isn't you know an independence day um, like car tunnel wall of fire. That's completely inescapable. There yeah. are gaps, um, but it is just like raining fire. Um, incidentally, not like the movie rain of fire, which would have been a great analogy if that <laughs> had ever happened, but it didn't. So, well, the dragons um, did a line. It's, it's, yeah, well, there's you. a line, but like, you know, where's yeah. the spray, you know, where's the spittle spray. So all that to say, um, but you can attempt to attack if you want. Um, but you also have a moment, uh, to try and cause you are facing the baggage train and all the farmers, uh, who are, you know, shaking zombie guts and things off them, having, uh, done a decent job of, of holding the line. Um, yeah. What, uh, what do you do? Man. They're holding the line, but we got more zombies. How high? There's zombies coming out too, so it's not like I can send them off to go hide safely. Um, uh, well, okay. Sorry to be clear. You you guys have um, kind of like quote quote dealt with the current herd of zombies. So there are not zombies. There are more zombies coming from the south that Crendon had had indicated uh, previously. Um, 
you know there will be more zombies to the north, but the immediate zombie threat has been dealt with. So there is a hot second here. Um, do you want to roll me this? I don't. I don't even know what to make you fucking roll on this. Hmm. Um, if it's for a snap decision, it's probably insight because he doesn't have time to like math it out. Well, no, I was gonna. Yeah, I was just gonna see if there was. Uh, yeah, okay, let's go with insight. Uh, but I'm gonna give you advantage, not because of any moonhammer bullshit, but because uh, weirdly, like having to make snap tactical decisions is something Butthole has done, yeah. like a lot over time. Um, so go ahead with an insight check, and this is basically just to gain more information. Like it's it's basically a cheap investigation. It's like just to gain more information about what your options here are. Yeah, that comes to twenty seven. 27. Okay, phenomenal. Um, so, uh, Treeberry is in fucking rough shape between all the the havoc you wrought by not checking doors and uh, Ginny's traps to the initial overrun of the town to the fight you just had where, like, you hot snakes are building apart. You've, like, Queenie blew out some windows. Like, it's not... It's looking more and more like a Warhammer 40k map's worth of terrain or, like, a, <laughs> a Mordheim zone than an actual, like, these buildings aren't great for cover anymore. They have some yeah. cover, certainly more than that they would have otherwise, but it's not great. Uh, that's, your guess is that with this, there's, it's seemingly this wall of fire is going to happen one way or the other, uh, given that everyone just missed their shots. Um, out here, they're fully exposed. In the buildings, they'll have a little bit of cover, or you can abandon the carts. Those are sort of the the immediate options, or you can try and stop stop the owl if you think you have a way you can do that. But so far, it is uh, it'll be hard for you to do that because it it requires a full like twist and shout to, to get facing the right way. Yeah, you don't have yeah, to, like, basically isn't an evil like hit down in R one to immediately spin turn. Like you got to just like clank around. Yeah, yeah, because the only thing he has that he could do with an attack is he could throw a blue flame at the owl in hopes that he could launch it, but eh, he's also spinning. So it feels kind of cheaty to be like, and now I use a full attack action. Uh, I think uh, I would, I would give that to you if you want to attempt it, but there will be penalties for, for blind, like turning in blind fire. Yeah. Uh, no, I think he's the guy people, people are more important than things. Just get everybody the fuck out of the line. He doesn't care if cards get left. Just he'd be like, you know, triple thaumaturging himself if there was time and just fucking announcing to get the fuck out of the way. Right. To everybody in the line. um, Because it's been uh, a hot second for months uh, for all of us. (laughs) Um, But we all did just listen. So I feel like I'm in it, but also have lost some details. Which building did you nuke with hot snakes? Hot snakes. I nuked the the general store because Quinny was fighting in the bar on the other side and kicked people. So the bar is the most, uh, has the most cover now. So I would say like, if you're going to direct people somewhere, like scatter to bar. Bar still has a roof. Uh, Bar still has a roof. I'm assuming we clear Ginny's death traps. Yes, yep. we'll send them to the bar. So yeah, it's, and it's just like while he's saying it to them, I think he just like picks up Ginny and chucks her like she's getting out of this line first. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, just like everybody else. There's like a moment of of Lex from Jurassic Park where she's like finally clicks. And like she hears a whirring in the crossbow, she's like, "I got it!" And then you just fucking yeah, shut her through a window. <laughs> Everybody into the bar. Uh, there's a big fucking fire coming. Evil fire owl. Bar, bar. He's just yelling between fire and bar <laughs> by the end of it. I'm just imagining that like Ginny's traps hadn't been cleared, and it's just like everyone starts like moving, and Ginny's like, "No!" <laughs> and she's flying through the air like, "No!" Uh, all right, so yeah, you, um, the. Uh, you can see there, there's some some chaos, some reluctance. Let's see how well the wagon train does uh, in following your orders. <laughs> Oof a doof, uh, not great. Uh, with another one. Oh, come um, on. So they start uh, they start to panic run, um, but uh, the uh, and like I think we just have one of those like highly dramatic like Game of Thrones dragon moments for butthole where you just kind of like yell it point look up just as the fire kind of rushes over um begins to hit the 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 baggage train um and uh catches a few of the townsfolk uh in a uh, conflagration um so they will lose yikes uh so that is um eight folks um get caught in the fire um and the baggage train takes 
Okay, baggage train takes five damage. So the nice thing about people packing a bunch of shit into these carts is that they're not like highly explosive carts. Um, there's enough like burlap and stuff wrapped around it that they will they will start to burn, but you know they're not happily they're not packed with manure like you talked about at one point, so they they don't you know immediately blow up. Um, but the baggage uh, train is is on fire uh, and will continue to take damage. Um, that said, townsfolk book it into the bar. Um, I think Blathole, you tend to make it pretty clear that you can revive people. Um, yeah, yeah. I imagine he would have told them it's like if they, if if there is a body that still has a head, keep yeah. them on so a cart. They're and we'll deal they're with dragging. It later. If anyone goes down, they're like patting them down and dragging I, them in. I, I'd actually, yeah. I'd like to um, cast protection from energy on myself at this point, which gives me resistance to fire. If is I is that a bonus action? No. It's a full no. action? Yeah, it's a full action. All right. I'm sorry, my friend. Uh, once we get to initiative order, you can. F- this was a, a weird surprise around. Uh, God damn it. Yeah. Um, no, sorry, I just want to like. That instead of firing your. your no, no, no. No, because but- no, I'm just like, as soon as I see the people, I'll want to do that next round. Cause so I yeah, can like, absolutely. fucking yeah. like pull people out of the flames. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, so they're, they're hauling bodies. What? I'm so freaked out. <laughs> no, no. I want to talk more about what we could do next turn. Um, all right. So bodies being dragged into the bar. Um, the owl does a, a, a full uh, full bombing run. Um, Quinny, Juniper, and Butthole, you are caught in uh, in this this rain of purple flames. Um, so I need, uh, please, uh, dexterity saves, uh, from all of you, uh, as you, you try and, uh, dodge out of the way of this. This is unfortunately not one you can muscle through. Like you can't con yeah. save this, uh, only because after watching the un, like the infinitely burning tiger, you are scared. Ryan, you're, you're doing some fist punches there. Net 20. <laughs> Fuck you, fire. Wow, wow, wow. Um, all right, uh, Ryan, uh, describe how you managed to dodge the flame. What, what does this look like for Butthole? Uh, Butthole just looks up at, at the owl flying over to him and just yells, no! Uh, and he actually expands just so there's a, a golden version of his godly self rises up and just shields him from the flames uh, as Excellent. they go around past him before disappearing. Yeah. It's like a, but it's a pre-fire version of you. So it like rises up and then fire hits it in the same places that the Reginald burns happened. Uh, yeah. And then the, the golden God version is like, no, <laughs> and then shrinks down. And Amazing. All right. Uh, Quinny and uh, Juniper. That was a 12 for me. 12. Yep. Yeah. 23 for Quinny. Go for us. All right. Um, <laughs> so uh, Juniper, uh, you are going to take. Uh, uh, 17 points of uh, Ooh, fire damage ouchie. and uh, Quinny, you will take half of that, uh, so we will say 8. I'll, I'll use evasion to make my success take no damage. Sure. Um, sounds good. Uh, and Ryan, you don't have to t- take any because you rolled a nat 20 on a dex save, which is like that's a <laughs> ticker tape parade moment for Bubble. <laughs> has to be inspired by a god at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, All right. So um, we are back in our initiative order um, from before. Uh, Quinny, you are up first with initiative 16. Um, The owl has has done one pass um, and uh, has has perched uh, kind of up up in a tree um, at at distance. Like it's not like, you know, hanging out next door, Um, but uh, kind of seems to be at distance looking back. in the distance, uh, you hear kind of, um, there's almost like a sound wave. Um, the trees rustle a bit as uh, an extraordinarily powerful uh, thaumaturgical voice uh, just says, ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, so, oh, God. listen, <laughs> I guess uh, you're in a bit of trouble now, fuckers. <laughs> um, and uh, you you hear, uh, you see um, a, a bright, uh sort of like um, reddish uh, aura begin to glow uh, to the north of you. So you've got Owl to the south, um, uh, Chickless Nage is somewhere to the north. Um, the people are hiding now in, in the bar. Uh, Ginny seems to be safe, having been yeeted through a window. Um, what do you do? Uh, I think I'm going to try and shoot this owl again. Yep. Yeah. First Eldritch Blast. 
Uh, 18 to hit. Uh, 18 will hit. Yep. Okay. And the second blast. Uh, what is that? 16 to hit. Uh, 16 will also hit. Okay. 1d10 per hit. So one of each of these. <clears throat> Three and eight for a total of 11 damage. Uh, and it gets blasted off of its stupid fucking perch 20 feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so uh, the the owl is uh, blasted kind of off into the darkness. Uh, you just hear like a whoo um, as it happens. Um, owls don't make cool noises uh, when they're hit by things. Um, so yeah, the owl kind of like cartwheels off into the distance. Um, and uh, you... Uh, Sorry, one sec. I need to roll a thing. Um, yeah, you you turn your attention to the the sort of reddish glow to the north. Um, you still have your move and uh, your minor. Anything else you want to do? Yeah, um, I think I want to stay on that convoy in the middle at the highest point, like Butthole originally planned, if only to be a juicier target than my friends and family. Um, All right, fair enough. So I'm yeah, I'm going to stay up there. <clears throat> okay. We have pissed this um, asshole off by shooting his big dumb bird. <laughs> All right. And um that brings us to Butthole. So you've just seen the owl get blasted uh off its perch. Um it's further south now, somewhere in the trees. Um you 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 feel the, the thaumaturgical hit um and uh and I uh, can see the reddish glow in the north. What do you do? Great. Just for clarity of my mind, is the reddish glow like going to be on us next turn, or how far away is it in the north? Far enough away that uh, in Dragon Ball Z terms, it's someone who is building a thing to launch, but is not in. It, they haven't had their turn yet, so it's not like it's not a rapidly approaching thing. It seems like someone is summoning power to them. Great, great, love that. Great, awesome, um, yeah. <laughs> butthole is gonna start booking it uh, towards... Ah, shit. There's only so much this fucking guy can do, and it's not really great against wizards in the distance. So then he's just got to get fucking loud. So he's going to just be sprinting towards the, the like, away from the convoy towards the front of it, just so he can get as far away from the fucking carts as possible and the opposite side from the people. So if something big comes, maybe it'll shoot at him instead of them. And he's just going to be like, ah, chickless Nage. How you doing, you big old penis? It's me, Butthole. You had your big dream in some big dumb fucking city, didn't you, you fucking loser? Well, I took it from you. Why don't you come on down and take it back, you big sack of crap? Can you roll me a... I want to say a persuasion? <laughs> <laughs> or no, intimidation. Let's go with intimidation, because that is literally what this is. It's just in a roundabout way. You're not like, I'll break your knees. You're like, <laughs> you're a dick. Uh, 19. <laughs> I did. Okay. He's got a lot of ammo to use, his butthole strength. Yes, this is true. Uh, okay, interesting. Um, great. So you start uh, sprinting and yelling that. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, that brings us to um, the man himself, Chickless Nage, mm. Chaos Mage, um, who rolled extraordinarily high against your uh, against your intimidation. Um, and, uh, he just says, oh yeah, you did. You did. That's fine. I can get a new dream, but you know what? It doesn't involve you, butthole. This isn't really about you now, is it? No, it's about your dead friends. Ha! Um, and a fireball, uh, rolls, uh, towards you. And as you run butthole, there's just that moment of like, you're just going to like plow through it. Uh, I imagine you're going to just like try and bull rush. Like the plan was to take whatever hit is coming, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so you, you're, you're running towards it, uh, and you know, the fireball's rushing towards you. You do have a sort of a momentary flashback of, of Alan just fucking blasting you on that stage. Um, but you're bigger now, you're stronger. And more importantly, there's a lot of very soft, squishy people behind you. Um, but, uh, as you, as you sprint towards the fireball, uh, it actually parts, um, around you. And, uh, there's a real specific thing that, uh, higher level mages can do where they can pick people to exclude from spells. Uh, Alan learned it after accidentally almost killing you. 
And uh, unfortunately, it would seem that a chickless nage has found a way to weaponize this. So having discluded you from the attack, it passes around you like water, reforms behind you, um, and rolls uh, directly uh, into Treebury. Um, that said, something fucking weird happens when it goes off. Because Chickless Nage, as we've established, is a chaos mage. So no spell goes the way you would expect, in huh. the same way that no performance goes the way you would expect <laughs> from his namesake. So let's see what happens on the chart of magic. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hi everybody, it's me, Bucky. They're letting me read an ad. Oh, I'm very excited. This one is for the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can join the $15 per month tier and name NPCs that appear in the series. You give me a bunch of new friends to say hello to, and I'm very excited about that. I always admired Mr. Butthole for being able to say, uh, hello, new friend, to anybody, and they immediately like him, and they all become his best friend, and that's all I really want, is to have new friends as well. It gets a little lonely here at the castle, uh, and, and, you know, it would just be really nice if we it, become friends. So if you, you got someone in mind, you know, someone from maybe one of your other campaigns, or your own OC or something like that, and you want to, you know, say hi to me, well, I, I really like that. So you, if you go over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice that's d-u-m-b d-u-m-b d-i-c-e you can you can make it happen I'm looking forward to meeting you bye so a fireball rolls rolls past you um you can now like see kind of who sent it like you can see him in the distance um the uh, the fireball hits uh, cart A and completely obliterates it. Just like there's no there's no way this thing uh, can uh, withstand getting hit this hard uh, by something this powerful. Um, so uh, strikes that. Um, luckily, the townsfolk aren't with the carts. Uh, Quinny, you are with the carts. Uh, Juniper, you are also uh, within carting range. Yeah. Uh, so one moment, please. Oh my god. Don't worry, it's not like you guys have been fighting for the last several episodes, right? Oh you guys are fresh, God. you're well-rested, you got all your hit points. a couple of days. Fire, Everything's going to be great. It's much more fun to wield than have it wielded the, Than to be the you. welt? <laughs> um, all right, so I need deck saves, please, from Quinny and uh, Juniper. I think I'm going to use my inspiration on this. Yep. Because... No, well, I mean, it's good because one of those was not one. Um, and I rolled a one also, so I'm oh, going to reroll that. That's better. 26. <laughs> and I will be 26. using evasion. Yep. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. And uh, Juniper? Oh, I got a seven. Oh, Juniper. All right. Uh, I'm roll out the rest of this damage here, and we will see what will happen. Um, all right. And one more for good measure. Um, okay. So uh, the fireball hits, um, blasts apart the first cart. Um, 
what's uh Quinny, you managed to like uh, you see this thing coming uh again you used to hang out with alan so i think <laughs> you know you don't go to sleep without assuming someone's gonna throw a fireball near you um <laughs> so instantly springing away um juniper um you um you like go like you're already on fire from before. Yeah. Um, I think it's honestly making the chair kind of hard to manage because like, you know, you've got hot metal around you as well. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those things where you kind of like spin. Uh, you see it coming. You flip uh, kind of one of the, the the combat wheels up, um, but it's not nearly enough. Uh, you're struck uh, for forty seven points of damage um, from uh, the fireball. Uh, I am unconscious. All right. Um, you are you are blasted. Uh, yeah. So fireball hits, blows up the cart, hits Juniper Quinny. You manage to reduce it with all your magic. Huzzah! Bullshit. My bullshit. Yep. Um, with that amount of damage, uh, it is going to obliterate the cart behind it as well. Um, so two of the carts are now toast. However, um, once it explodes, um, there is a um, a bluish shockwave uh, that emits from from the center uh, around that. Uh, uh, that first cart uh, as the, the chaos magic uh, takes hold um, and a bubble begins to spread uh, out of that sort of first cart. Um, Queenie, because you dodged successfully, um, I think we can say that you get out of the way of this. Uh, Juniper, you're unconscious, so you don't. Yeah. So Queenie, you basically get to watch this thing happen. Um, as the carts explode um, and uh, Juniper is thrown forward, uh, time seems to slow as this large blue bubble expands. Um, and basically it reaches, um, you kind of scramble probably, would you go north or south, do you think? North. North? Yeah. I, so I, as you yeah. kind of like scramble and, and sort of scurry away, um, looking back, you can see it expand uh, to encompass both the general store and the bar. Um, and within this massive sort of shimmering blue bubble, uh, time has slowed. Uh, to to a crawl. You see Juniper um, flung forward against the restraints in her chair, um, the chair beginning to sort of slowly spin. Um, you see fragments of the, the cart um, kind of erupting uh, into the air. You see the fire within the bubble um, flicker more slowly. Um, and uh, you realize, having hung out with Bucky enough, uh, that some weird fucking chaos shit has happened. Hmm. And it would seem that uh, whatever is within this bubble is uh, trapped in a uh, almost like um, uh, Quicksilver scenes from X Men films, where it's just like right. everything has slowed within uh, the span of the bubble, which incidentally uh, makes you feel okay because it means that anything that could be hurting the townspeople is slowed as well. Uh, but it's also some weird magic bullshit, which is not great for Queenie. Um, that's his turn. Uh, Juniper, uh, roll a death save. Yep. Very slowly. <laughs> oh, that's an eight. Um, your, uh, features, um, begin to slowly twist and contort as, uh, the Juniper falls away and, uh, sort of more of the Sheriff Moss, because again, Sheriff Moss can't ever properly revert fully to, to purely Moss form. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're out of it. Uh, you can't notice uh, that, and that's all right. Uh, it brings us to Ginny. Uh, Ginny is trapped, flying slowly forward. Um, she is going to see if she can resist it. She uh, rolled really high, so I think we'll say she is... Uh, aware of what's going on. She can't really do anything yet, but she is at least more aware of it than, than not. Um, which, uh, brings us to, uh, John Travolta blasted away, um, into the woods. Um, you, uh, you hear, um, kind of, uh, over, over the trees in a vaguely, um, trill, uh, voice, just like, a, a Hey, and then, Chick, you really, oh God, you messed it up, man. I don't know what this is. My fire, it's all going slow and stuff. Um, and uh, you hear what almost sounds like a, a like a tisk 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 noise. Uh, and you get the sense that John Travelt is legitimately trying to figure out what the fuck to do about his part of the mission here. <laughs> because now that there's a slow motion globe, he can't really firebomb things. That's not really how fire works. Um, so he is, uh, he's observing the situation. Um, I've been made aware of how often I reference cake on these podcasts. So with every 
fiber of my being, I just resisted a touring the facility and picking up Slack. I just want you all to know that. Uh, I just desperately wanted it. And then I, and then you let it out. So now I no did. credit, but you got your uh, reference. Exactly. Yes. But I, I wanted you to know I'm working on it. You know, it's a new year, new me. Uh, it's a Seth MacFarlane school of referencing things where you reference that you would have referenced. So you right. Reference. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, and that brings us to uh, the top of the round. Um, where um, there is a, a BAMF noise um, that uh, probably neither Butthole nor Quinny. Quinny, can you roll me a, a perception check at disadvantage? We'll see if you can actually hear this or not. Oh, we'll take the two. So that's a total of seven. Cool. Uh, nope, you're busy running from the, the fucking time orb. <laughs> um, totally fair. Um, there's a, a, a BAMF noise. Um, and um, all of a sudden, um, a uh, one of the villagers in slow motion um, f- starts to like drift, uh, fully inverted, like they've been booted in the back, um, out of the store um, into some of the suspended flame. So they're very slowly moving towards it. Um, they haven't hit it yet, uh, but there is something something rotten is afoot uh, within the time warp. Uh, Quinny. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I feel you, buddy. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I got to get off this caravan because Chickless Nage is being a coward. You're now bitch, um, throwing fireballs with from your with your deck over saves, the horizon. You are ahead, you're now like ahead of the time bubble. Um, you're out in front of the the caravan now. You're pretty much at at the gates. Butthole is ahead of you because he's sprinting. Um, but uh, you are you are clear of this if you want to make moves. Yeah, um, I want to cast Mage Hand uh, in the bubble. Okay. Yep. To try and push Juniper out. Cool. Okay. Great. Um, I think we can say you just do that. It'll take a. It'll take a full round. Um, okay. Uh, actually, I think we're going to say it takes two rounds because everything's moving in in slow motion. But I yeah, you're just happened. shoving her her forward, uh, forward and out. Uh, cool. I like that. Um, I am going to say that's going to be concentration for you. Um, okay. yep. Just because it's like more resistance. Good news is because she's in zero g in slow motion time space, like. And you're using magic in a space that's only constrained by physical shit right now. It's easier than like Mage Hand would would have difficulty with this, but I think in this circumstance it's fine. Um, but you need to keep part of your your brain on it. Yep. Um, after casting that, I want to run out and and I think I need to take over distraction duty. Um, I'll, I'll just run up to or past Butthole if I'm able to. Um, uh, in fact, yeah, I'll, I'll use a uh, cutting action to dash. So I will like optimize like my speed to, to get yep. past him. And I'm just going to yell like, uh, um, Juniper's down. Uh, we need your, <laughs> we need your healing. Just, just the words are not coming because he's so flustered and worried about all this shit. He's yeah. not like, we are not in control right now. <laughs> uh, oh. And so I'm just running towards whatever evidence I have of Chickless Nage's presence, if that red aura is still around or anything like that, I'm running. Red aura is to... gone. Red, red aura was the, uh, the aforementioned fireball. Okay. If he's caught up with me, I could see where Chickless Nage was. Is Chickless Nage still visible? Uh, yes, he is. Uh, he's standing kind of just beyond uh, the tree line. Um, so it's a, uh, like it's, I, I think you've been traveling for most of the day. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, it's kind of late, late afternoon. Uh, or no, because you, you guys didn't rest. You just like rounded everyone up. So it's yeah, it's like man. dusk. Um, Chickless Nage stands just beyond uh, the tree line. Uh, and, uh, you know, as majestic as you would imagine uh, Chickless Nage, the Chaos Mage would be. Like, think the priest robe from face off. Um, uh, <laughs> but like. If it was, you know, tie-dyed and, like, just decked out. A um, bunch of war trophies hanging off it. Um, he's got a sarcophagus that isn't here. He, he also bought a pyramid. Like, he's got a bunch of weird shit just kicking sure. around. Um, <laughs> but he is he is in full, like, eye-rolling, uh, like, 
uh, Nick Cage glory um, right. as he, so. he kind of like as magic dances between his hands. Honestly, he looks like what Mosifa's dirt would be if he ever got his shit together and then, <laughs> like kind of went off the deep end. Okay. So then, yeah, uh, at butthole kind of giving me my, my target, I adjust my run and I'm sprinting directly at him. Just Nage! Just um, Great. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Uh, that brings us to Butthole. All right. How far am I from Nage? Um, your movement is what, 30? Uh, yeah, 30. So 30? I would have double moved last turn while yelling. Double moved while, while moving. All so right. I was at the um, end of the thing. Yeah, I don't know. You can yeah, tell you me. Can, uh, you, you're, it will say you're about 30 feet away. 30 feet away. So you could run up to him, uh, or you could you could start making your way back, depending on what you... Uh, I think what he'll just yell is like, if the if he dies, the owl dies. Uh, <laughs> he's just exhausted running beside Quinny up to try to smack Chickless Nage with a hammer. And he's just going to look down at Gobble Jr. and be like, get him. Uh, so Gobble <laughs> Jr. can try to get Chickless Nage at the knees uh, while Butthole comes in with the hammer uh, from above. Great. All righty. So he's got advantage on this first attack. Because of Goblin Jr., which means it will be a 22 to hit. Uh, 22, yep, that will hit. Great. And he's powering that shit up with the full farting golden butthole of his new weird magic on his hammer. So it will be doing... It will... uh, 16 damage. On the first strike, uh, and then he is going to burn even more of his golden magic to just, like, hammer it down, and then it farts up, and he'll uh, take his second shot. Second shot. Uh, okay, one sec there, sir. Yep. Uh, how much damage did you cause? 16. Again? 16 points of damage. Okay, great. Um, all right. Um, when you, 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 you do that, you impact, um, you reach back, um, and uh, he uh, he does a oh, and then disappears uh, after the, the first strike. <laughs> so as your hammer kind of rockets back, um, he has uh, he has evaporated uh, seemingly into mist and is is gone. <laughs> the butthole is just gonna turn around and look at Quinny and be like, "I'm not a bad guy, so I don't say things like this. But if I were, I would kill that guy's family." <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, uh, uh, Reginald Tingler would be so happy. Um, uh, so, uh, being outside the tree line, um, uh, you, like you, you swing, like you're, you're furious. You can see zombies in the distance, but like, of course, there are. Um, but uh, there's no immediate danger from them, so you at least have that that covered. But it's going to be. You realize there will be more after this. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, that was um, never going to be a no zombie yeah. zone. Right. Um, so that's a bummer. He's gone. Uh, that brings us to him. Uh, he has disappeared. Uh-huh. Uh Juniper, uh, roll death save, please. Question. I'm still in time moving slowly. You are, yes. So if less than six seconds has passed, would I be rolling a death saving throw every turn? That's a very good point. No, you wouldn't. So you're good. You're good for now. Okay. We'll, say, we'll say that first one is from like, the fireball hit like, you, yeah. knocked you out, and then time bubble hit, but you're absolutely right. You're basically in stasis right now, so you're fine. Cool. Uh, okay, good. You, I am so great. <laughs> you can dream dream dreams of, of missing townsfolk and uh, worlds torn apart and uh, collides. Uh, you you feel the um, a coldness in your chest where Bucarius's blade uh, impaled you. You know, all okay. the horrible things that, that evoke death to you. Uh, but uh, in slow motion, as you... As you uh, <laughs> Wonderful. So just the pain just lasts longer. Uh, less pain, more just like your brain being like, oh, this, I know this. <laughs> uh, bring us to um, uh, Mr. Travalta. Um, so uh, finally, uh, you just hear um, muttering to the effect of like, you just sometimes you gotta do it yourself. Um, and uh, the um, uh, the owl sort of swoops um, up and over the uh, the bubble, um, and uh, I think is just going to begin to rain more fire down onto it. So it's falling into the bubble and slowly drifting down. Um, so it's like a shitty, horrible snow globe in there now. Um, but uh, you just uh, hear him like he's kind of panting. 
but just like you know flapping his arms quickly being like you got this john you got this john um you know just staying alive um and uh he he begins to uh rain rain more fire down uh upon it uh top of the round oh shit i didn't roll Ginny. um okay yeah Ginny is uh aware but can't do much um but begins to like slowly start to drag uh the crossbow around uh if any of you could see her you would guess the idea is if this thing drops i want to be closer to shooting than i would have been but i'm moving in slow motion so it's it's uh i'm bummed about it but i can at least set myself up for something eventually um top of the round um there is uh a another bamf um and uh quinny you feel a tug uh against your mage hand uh as a a a familiar figure um appears uh wrapping a chain around juniper's uh neck um you see almost uh the the uh the spitting image of uh yumi too uh it is in fact her uh bereaved sister why me too um esteemed member of the fries um within the time orb um fighting back against your pull basically trying to like drag like basically attacking juniper within uh the the time orb great uh. Isn't it though? Uh, so Juniper, uh, I need a death save from you at disadvantage as a someone disadvantage. tries to actively uh, degraw you. Yeah, that's a two, friend. Thank God it's not a one. Light. Holy shit! Um, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Juniper's already died once. What's what's one more time? Uh, Quinny, you're up though, bud. Um, so Chickless Nage has disappeared. Uh. Um, that said, can you roll me an Arcana, please? Arcana is not my strong suit, so we're looking at a tasty choice. Seven. Seven. Um, okay, uh, you're not sure what happened there, but this is close Crazy enough world, to Warlock. world, a lot of magic. But it is close to Warlock magic. Um, right, okay. Honestly, Chaos magic is better than wizard. Proper wizard shit, I think you'd be really up a creek, but this is uh, not entirely unfamiliar. Um, so he's disappeared uh, while Butthole was fighting him. Um, Butthole still like took a swing to make sure that he wasn't just like standing there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gone, uh, and you can feel resistance against the mage hand. And looking back, I think you see this figure crouched on on basically like on the back of the chair, like garroting, um, garroting <sighs> uh, Juniper. Yeah. What do you do? I shout out to Butthole again, now that he's kind of run up on Nage, uh, and I'll just say, uh, 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 Butthole, Juniper, and my people, your people, we need you. I can't just make time faster. I'll just get stuck in the slow time and you'll get murdered by everyone. <laughs> that's, I was about to say that's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's just where he's at emotionally, but but just like, <laughs> like, like, people... People are dying, and I and you're the only one that I know who can stop it. I will let me do the killing for now. I know you want to kill these guys and their families, and I will help you. I don't want to kill their families. There's just I get it. Go kill them, but if I go in there, I'm just out, and it's gonna be a while. They could shoot a hundred arrows and I die. Someone is in there right now killing Juniper. I and I'll be there in 10 minutes, apparently. Go find Nage. And I I, I, there's no indication to me where Chickless Nate has gone to. Is that correct? Uh, he seems to have disappeared. Yeah, he's disappeared. I, there's no way for me to know where he is. So, is in there? What using my eye? I, I guess. Mean, I don't know. I'm not you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's an action. So, uh, um, I mean, Juniper is full on dying, and our healer won't go into the bubble. I'm trying to get her out of the bubble and a murderer is killing her while I try to do that. Um, I got, I got, I got nothing fancy. Um, and an owl is raining slow-mo napalm on my friends and family. Um, I will do 
do, do, do. Um, I think I can split targets. Um, I will fire off one Eldritch Blast at um, this person uh, in the bubble who I don't Why think I know to? who she is. Yeah. Nah, but just for the sake Why of me not having to just be a mysterious figure. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, I'll fire a blast at Why Me Too, which I'm assuming stops and goes super slow the second it hits the surface of that sphere. Uh, and the other one up at um, John Travolta. <laughs> okay, great. Go, go ahead and roll your attacks. So for Why Me Too, that is 14. Yep. Or sorry, that's less 12. And that's a nat 20 on John Travolta. Uh, okay. Um, so one moment, please. Uh, what was uh, your hit on Why Me Too? 12 to hit. 12? Okay. Um, Gotcha. Okay. So here's what happens. Um, you, uh, you throw out your, your two uh, Eldritch Blasts. Um, you are correct that like it's it's kind of like that uh, bolter sh- or the uh, like the um, blaster fire that Kylo Ren just holds. Um, however, uh, as the blast arcs from your hand, um, you actually see um, why me to boot off the back of Juniper um, and Banff, uh, failing to understand that this thing won't be stopped by the, that this thing will be stopped by the bubble. So your hit doesn't you don't hit her, but she gets the fuck out of the way. Um, and disappears. Uh, the bolt does get stuck um, and like slowly dissipates, kind of over Juniper's shoulder. Uh, but the danger to Juniper is is temporarily uh, uh, removed. Um, okay, abated or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, temporarily abated. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, <clears throat> removed. Christ. Uh, meanwhile, the okay. other shot. Uh, you, you get a nat twenty on on John Travolta. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. And that's double dice, right? Yes. That's how we. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, four and a nine for uh, thirteen uh, damage, and he gets pushed ten feet away from the sphere. Um. Okay. So, and sorry, you said fourteen points. Uh, thirteen points. Thirteen points. Okay. Cool. Um, but uh, you also rolled a, a nat 20. Um, and as he's yeah. sitting there, like, madly, you know, flapping his wings, um, the uh, uh, the strike arcs, and it's... Uh, I'm, I don't know why I keep leaning on fucking Force Awakens for this, but it kind of works. When a <laughs> stupid Starkiller base shoots its weird, like, mini lasers that just arc through space and look like trash, um, I feel like Double Eldritch Blast is kind of that, where it's like one arcs in, one arcs up. So he sees uh, the arcs of these two things. So he turns to look, um, and... Uh, Quinny, your, your second strike uh, hits him squarely uh, in the glimmering purple eye. Uh, and you hear an, ah, jeez, um, as it shatters. Um, and suddenly, uh, there's no longer an owl. Uh, there is a man uh, who is being blasted backward, uh, bouncing, uh, sort of like blasted uh, off um, the, the top of the, uh, the, the time orb. Uh, knocked again, like, further south into the distance. Um, but uh, as the... Uh, as the eye explodes, uh, the uh, the purple flame within the uh, time sphere dissipates. Whew. All right, uh, I am. Uh, uh... To be clear, is there blue flame or just purple flame? <laughs> it was just purple flame. Great, just wanted to be a hundred percent on that. All good, right. beautiful. Uh, it's a blue orb. Yes, it was purple flames. Got it. Not I not am... moonhammery flames. Different flames. I am full-on hoofing it back into Treebury uh, to get a, an idea of how I can help these people um, and, and kind of get us get us going. So it's like regular movement 30, cunning action 60. Just get me get me there. Just, yeah, just sprinting away. Yeah. Uh, butthole. Uh, butthole will run back towards the city because he's just standing in the woods alone and that's not doing great. Uh, are there any... This is a weird thing because he doesn't, he's not seeing Chickalus Nage. And the owl went, owl man fell where? Far away from uh, him, I imagine. So Tyler said he blasted him back away. So he's basically fallen uh, to the south of the, um, uh, the, the sphere. Okay. Uh, if and I you can't want see- to look for Chickalus Nage, you can. You just need to like tell me how you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be it. I think Butthole would know Nage has got to be around. There's no way, because if Nage was projecting in the woods but sent the fireball to here, Nage isn't gone. Nage is just 
invisible or sneaky. So he'd be looking for, like, he just kind of trusts his gut on, like, if you were a wizard wanting to keep an eye on this whole battle, where would you be? Like, are there rooftop spots? Is there somewhere with a hole in a wall that'd work? Like, where's the magical sniper perch that he can also, spot in Treebury? It's worth noting, um, with invisibility, like, you can still uh, try and see that. Like, you don't mm-hmm. need, it doesn't need to be magically uh, broken. Um, they're impossible to see without the aid of uh, magic or special sense, um, but they can be detected by noise. Uh, and you can still try and attack them. So yeah, if you can find a spot you think he would be. Yep, yep. Can... Uh, so Butthole, he's just like trusting his gut. If he can spot anything that's weird, uh, and while he's running, he will cast Guidance on himself to try to spot where Nage uh, may be hiding, okay. which gives him an extra D4 Do for you want to give me, uh, let's I think go with Persephone. Perception or I, I give you perception or insight actually because I feel like with with Moonhammer, yeah, I think lean on like where where would I imagine a thing could be and that's I think that's it. He's always strong and wrong, so it's assumption based magic mm-hmm. uh, using his his insight for this one. So let's see what happens. That is a seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Um, you start to look for the tactical places that someone would want to control a battlefield from. And I think, uh, you know, your, your gut mighty as it is, uh, begins to indicate to you that that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, because this was a panic maneuver. This wasn't like, I'm going to set myself up. This was, this was a knee jerk. Like you've seen Quinny do shit like this. Uh, you've seen Alan do shit like this where it's like, uh Oh, someone got too close. So you're guessing it was a, it was a panic reaction, not, anything tremendously tactical. Now, the problem with that is it actually makes it harder to know where he might have gone, but it also likely means that he's not necessarily a threat this round because he may have just fucked off somewhere nearby. Um, yeah. So it's not a ton of information for you, but I think it might be able to give you some guidance in terms of what you actually want to do. Yeah, I think he's just taking his 30 feet back towards the town and he's waiting for more info because he's got nothing. Like in yep. Butthole's head, he's like, if I try to heal somebody by going into that field, I'm in stasis. It doesn't mean I get to them in time and it doesn't help me. If we kill Nage, that goes down. Then I can touch people right away and heal them because all his magic's touch. He can't heal anybody from a distance. Moonhammer's powers are close up. So yep. keep moving towards where people may be if stasis go down. See if get punched. That's his strategy. It's not great, but this has been a shit fest. Gotcha. All right. Um, so sprinting just full full tilt, um, uh, you know, in your armor. Uh, it's always, uh, you know, hard to hoof it, but uh, you're, you're running with, with uh, the, the power of Moonhammer, um, which uh, means that, unfortunately, you, you're, uh, you know, several feet uh, past the tree uh, that uh, Chickless Nage reappears behind, crouching, uh, sort of chuckling to himself as his uh, invisibility wears off. Um, and uh, he just kind of uh, mutters to himself, uh, oh, yes. Oh, yes, but next time, this next time, I'll get you. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Lorda Bradovic, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, 
Roman Brown, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the year 1889, there was nowhere in the world more exciting than London, England. Three cheers for Inspector Lestrade and the bad boys of Baker Street themselves, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. John Watson! Solved by Sherlock Bloody Holmes of 221 B Baker Street. Well, with any luck, we'll get a new brutal murder any day now. God, I wish. It's truly shocking you haven't solved anything in five years. The boys are both out of town for some case about a dog in Dartmoor this weekend. Sincerely, Martha Hudson. London's number two detective team just became number one. Fox and Stallion. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at 224BBaker or on our website, 224BBaker.com. It's like they say, big breaks are 90% luck. What's the other 10%? Luck.